0: This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. It's time for a Bent News Update. I'm Ray Coob. I'm Marcus Goldman. And when you need to know... Get bent. Oh! The Rolling Stones have been sued, Marcus, for copyright infringement over the song Living in a Ghost Town. Louisiana songwriter Sergio Garcia Fernandez, who performs as Angel Slang, claims the Stones quote, misappropriated many of the recognizable and key protected elements, end quote, of two songs that he wrote. But side by side, Marcus, I don't know if you've heard it, it's pretty undeniable. First, here's Angel Slang in their song.
1: So sorry. Baby, thanks. She's an intellectual drink,
0: but we don't get drunk. We are so
1: sorry. We are so sorry. And the
0: whole world is sick with worry. Baby, thanks. Of course, everybody knows Living in a Ghost Town, the song that Mick wrote during the beginning of the pandemic. you, man, I'd say somebody better get out their checkbook and pay the man. Sergio, hello. There are always claims in a lawsuit, but Garcia claims to have given a CD of the songs with that song on it to somebody close to Jagger.
1: You can't deny that those two songs sound pretty darn similar.
0: Right down to the harmonica break. Yep. To be continued. From our Dumb Shit Happens department, Rick Allen, drummer from Def Leopard assaulted outside of his Fort Lauderdale Hotel on Monday night. They'd played the night before at Hard Rock Live and he was heading out onto the front driveway area of the Four Seasons Hotel. He lit up a smoke and out of nowhere this guy ran at him at full speed and knocked him backwards.
1: A woman that was very kind tried to run out and help Alan, and then the crazy person knocked her to the ground, and then she tried to run back to the hotel. Then that Florida man fled the area and later was arrested, vandalizing cars in a nearby parking garage.
0: You can call him that Florida man or anything else you want. Max Edward Hartley, a 19-year-old from Ohio, is the one who's been arrested and charged with battery, four counts of criminal mischief, and abusing an elderly or disabled adult. Def Leopard.
1: Motley Crew don't have any more live dates until May 22nd over on the other side of the pond in Sheffield, England. We will keep you updated on Rick Allen's condition and Rick Allen, please get well soon.
0: We heard word a few weeks ago, Marcus, and now the deed has been done. King Charles knighting Dr. Brian May at a ceremony in Buckingham Palace on March 14th
1: what an honor and now we have to refer to brian may as sir dr brian may and that sounds pretty sweet it does a photo
0: of that moment on our social media
1: also queen drummer roger taylor was made an obe an officer of the most excellent order of the british empire in
0: 2020 dude now when most of us are 90 we'll be sitting on the porch thinking of the good old days but willie nelson going on the road again buddy
1: this is just unbelievable that willie can still do what he does and play live at 90 years old that is so wonderful and the cast of characters he has on tour with him pretty damn solid as well robert plant with allison krauss john fogarty on some of the dates
0: and as you can imagine, other folks want to get in on the fun like the Abbott Brothers, and Nathaniel Rateliff and the Night Sweats, Margot Price, Government Mule, Marcus King, all playing on various dates. Check to see who's playing with Willie Ware when they come to your town this summer. You know, most people might look at Slash and think, I don't know, man, film producer? But here's what I know. The guy knows what he knows, and he loves horror. And it made sense that he'd want to get into the horror business if he could. And now he has launched his own company for film production, The Berserker Gang. <laughs> to be crazy, right? It has to be.
1: I bet we're going to get some great slasher flicks and some great horror flicks out of this company cuz no
0: rom-coms or soft, you know, loving girly picks, none of that. It's all going to be crazy shit. Well, who does he know? All the crazy horror people in Hollywood.
1: I wonder if he'll attempt at relaunching like the grindhouse type of film as well. Woo,
0: don't get me excited. <laughs> GNR, his day job kicks off their world tour June 5th. If they're coming to see you, go see them. Now, Dolly Parton's no stranger to the recording studio, quite the contrary, and neither is Ann-Margaret. However, it's been a long time since she made an album, and I think she looked at how things were going for Dolly and said, hey, why not me? Now, Marcus, who do you think might be jumping at the opportunity to get in the studio with the great Ann-Margaret? Maybe
1: Pete Townsend of The Who, Joe Perry of Aerosmith, what? Rick Wakeman, uh, yes, uh, Robin Ford, Chips Enough, Steve Cropper. Who else? Is there anybody else left?
0: <laughs> She's really making a great move here. And her album, Born to be Wild, is in the works. Can't wait to hear it. In a recent interview with Anderson Cooper on 60 Minutes, former Talking Heads frontman David Byrne admitted that it's very possible that he mishandled the breakup of Talking Heads. He said, "I might not have been the most pleasant person to deal with at that point."
1: We've heard that too, Ray. <laughs> yes, yes, we have.
0: Now, you got a
2: Hello Pantheon podcast listeners, Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds.
0: Go back a while to an interview with the LA Times, and our buddy Chris France told them as far as we're concerned, the band never really broke up. David just decided to leave, and I don't even know that he did it properly. So it kind of was like the open ended, like when the dad goes out for a pack of smokes and never comes home. You know what I mean? It's kind of like
1: that. Yeah, totally not cool the way he handled it. And I think even saying now that he may have mishandled the Talking Heads breakup is uh, pretty weak when he should say, I totally did not do a cool thing and own it.
0: So the interview comes out last weekend, Jerry Harrison's playing in New Haven, not too far from where Chris and Tina live, and they go over to join him on stage at his show, Happy Pictures Backstage and all that, right? And a few days after that, David Byrne, nominated for an Oscar, goes on TV to perform. This is the, life. Slow and sudden the hot dog fingers, the, the presentation of the whole thing. In fact, it led to a Facebook comment that I thought was great. Those aren't his real hands, right?
1: <laughs> Interesting that he said something after the news of Jerry Harrison, Adrian Blue, Chris France, and Tina Weymouth all performing together. I think there's something in the works, and I think that they've discussed possibly doing a tour together. To be continued, and I'm so excited. (laughs) We'll see.
0: Forces of rock and roll nature are uniting to pay tribute to their fallen hero, Jeff Beck, who died recently. Jeff's widow and Eric Clapton, a contemporary of Jeff's, are organizing May concerts at the Royal Albert Hall with Rod Stewart and Johnny Depp. Susan Tedeschi and Billy Gibbons, Gary Clark Jr., Derek Trucks, John McLaughlin, all paying tribute to Jeff
1: Beck. I'm glad that they're doing a tribute or honor concert for Jeff Beck because of what a force of nature he was with his guitar.
0: If you're interested in going, check it out online. There are travel packages that get you to the show. They're gathering their forces, Maneskin announcing a world tour to support their third album, Rush Marcus.
1: Yeah, these cats have blown up since Supermodel hit the airwaves in the United States and I think around the world as well. And they put together a huge tour opening in September in Germany and wrapping up December 19th at the Manchester AO Arena in the United Kingdom. The stops include Japan, Singapore, Brazil, Argentina, Chile, Colombia, um, California, Michigan, Maryland, New York. Hope to cross them off my
0: band bucket list before too very long myself.
1: Me too, and they are currently touring in Europe on the Loud Kids Tour.
0: It's getting around to festival time, Marcus, and a couple big ones have announced. their are lineups. Aftershock in Sacramento with Guns N' Roses, Tool, Avenged Sevenfold, Corn, Godsmack, Incubus, Queens of the Stone Age, what? Limp Biscuit and a whole lot more. October 5, 6, 7, and 8. But before
1: that Ray, the Louder Than Life festival was announced. That's happening September 21st through 24th in Louisville, Kentucky. The headliners for those nights are The Foo Fighters, Tool, Avenged Sevenfold and Green Day. Also on the bill, Weezer, Rancid, Godsmack, Limb Bizkit, Falling in Reverse, Queens of the Stone Age, Turnstile, Rival Sons, and a lot more.
0: Sounds like both festivals organizers have been busy beaver. Absolutely. Sad news this week about the passing of Louis Largent. Sure, everybody knew him from MTV's 120 Minutes, but Marcus, he was one of us. He started as a DJ at K-Rock in L.A., ended up as an AR senior director at Island Def Jam. Passed away this week at age 58 after a long illness. And anytime one of your radio brothers who's done so well passes on, it hits hard.
1: Absolutely, and he's young, 58 years old.
0: Another loss at the same age, a message from Jim Durkin's wife this week. With a broken and heavy heart, I want to share that the love of my life, my best friend and husband Jimmy, passed away Wednesday morning. He was not alone as I was with him, along with a few close friends until the end. He will truly be missed, and no one can ever replace the love I have for him. May he rest in peace. Often said to be one of the nicest guys... And thrash metal. Rock on, Jim Durkin. Our last story this week, Marcus, closes a very dark chapter in rock and roll history. Jim Gordon, who played on some of the most famous records in his era, but later was convicted and spent the rest of his life in jail for the murder of his mother, Jim Gordon, dead at age 77, in prison. The one thing I'll say about this is that Jim Gordon and everything that happened to him because of his mental illness, those issues were not addressed the way they are today. And maybe had they been, he would have found his way to a longer, happier life. As would his mother. A sad story ending in a sad way. The man who played with the dominoes. A member of the wrecking crew. It's almost here. Our third annual Punk Rock Month in April.
1: Yeah, we've got four outstanding episodes lined up for you. We have the Dead Kennedys Black Flag. We'll revisit the Sex Pistols episode from last year. And the Plasmatics to wrap up the month.
0: That's going to do it for this edition, our 50th Bent News Update. I'm Ray Kube. I'm Marcus Goldman. And when you need to know Swedish...
2: It's NFL Draft Season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football.